Well, my friends, today we continue reading from the Sermon on the Mount. Last week we had the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount with the Beatitudes, and today we get these first metaphors of the disciples of Christ being salt and light. The Sermon on the Mount is Jesus' longest, you know, collection of teachings in the Gospel of Matthew, chapters 5 through 7. If, you, if you've never read the Sermon on the Mount all the way through, then like go home, get your Bible, and just read it today, right? It's three chapters, maybe two or three pages of the Gospel of Matthew. And this is Jesus' programmatic teaching for what it means to be a disciple. What does it mean to say that I follow Jesus Christ? And that I want to live like Jesus. And it is to follow the teachings uh, of the Sermon on the Mount. He later will teach in Matthew's Gospel about what it means to be an apostle, to be sent out on mission. He'll teach the parables of the kingdom. Um, But here, these three chapters, we're reading about the playbook, if you will, of what does it mean. This is our handbook. This is what it means to live like Jesus. Jesus, to live uh, his teaching of the Sermon on the Mount. And today, he uses the examples of salt and of light. So first, salt. You are the salt of the earth. Now, salt has a few different characteristics. The first is that it gives seasoning. I, I like salt on my food. I really like Maybe a little too much, um, but I'm still healthy enough that I can put a generous quantity of salt on my food. I was at an event yesterday, and the food, everyone at the table agreed that the food needed a little bit of salt, right? And just dumping it on there. Salt is seasons. It, it makes food enjoyable. If, if you're me, I don't know about all you, but I like, you know, to me, it makes it enjoyable. It makes it really something like, this is good. Well, we as Christians are made to make life enjoyable. We're made to help give a certain flavor to life, a supernatural flavor, that we're meant to bring this supernatural flavor to life by directing all things to the love of God, that life is worth living, life is beautiful, and we know that, that we have been adopted by God the Father. Everything we do, we can do out of love for Almighty God. That life is is flavorful. It's enjoyable when we know that we are loved by God and we are sharing the love of God. And we have to bring that message. There's a lot of bad news out there in the world. And we have to bring the message of the joy of the gospel. The joy of the gospel. What it means to really be in relationship with Almighty God. We got to bring that flavor back to the blandness or sometimes even the grossness of the world, right? If I, doesn't happen often, but if I'm somewhere and there's some gross food being served, like even enough salt can help that get down. Uh, So, right, even when there's bad news, if we bring enough love of God, if we bring the gospel message, um, it elevates the whole world to the supernatural. And then salt as well purifies right? Salt, it purifies. It, it keeps things from becoming corrupted. I, we're getting to the time of the year when I really do identify my quarter Irish heritage as all the way, right? I'm an Irishman, and so some good corned beef just loaded with salt to preserve it from corruption, right? Like, yes, 
it, it keeps it from corrupting. It keeps things pure. And that by living as Christians, morally upright lives, living real purity of life, that we're meant to help counteract the corruption of sin. That sin is corrupting. Sin, it, it breaks things and it destroys them. And that we as the salt of the earth are meant to counteract that corruption. So that by being in touch with people, being out in the midst of the world, the, the contagion of sin is not able to spread as easily. Because we offer that purifying characteristic through our own lives of virtue, through our witness to the gospel. So we're called to be salt. We're also called to be light, right? You are the light of the world. Light gives clarity. You can see me because the lights are on, right? Light gives clarity. You were able to understand and to see. And that that's as well in the teaching of the gospel, in living the moral life, that we are meant to bring light to the world, to be that clarity, to be a good example. That we are meant to be an example, a role model. And every single one of us, if we are a disciple of Jesus Christ, we have to be that role model. We have to be an example of what it really means to follow the teachings of Jesus. Every single one of us. One of the you know, greatest criticisms of Christianity came from Mahatma Gandhi, um, who said, if all Christians lived as Christians, there'd be no non-Christians, right? If every single Christian lived actually as a Christian, there would be no non-Christians, right? Everyone would see the goodness of the life of disciples of Jesus Christ, and who wouldn't want to join that? The problem is, we take the name Christian, and we don't act in a way deserving of that name. We, we act contrary to what Jesus would do. We act contrary to the way that Jesus taught us to live. But if all Christians lived as Christians, there would be no non-Christians. That we're called to be good examples. We sung in our responsorial psalm, the just man is a light in darkness for the upright. Right? That we're called to live justice, the justice, the love of God, and that each and every one of us is meant to be a light how are we supposed to live? What does it mean? Well, Aristotle said, you know, if you want to know what it means to be virtuous, to live a good life, find someone that's doing that and just do what they do, right? That's, that is, rather than reading textbooks about it, right? Even rather than listening to sermons about it, what's the best thing if you want to know how to live a good life? Find someone that's living that and then just do what they do. And for hopefully most of us in areas where we've been most successful in our lives, it's because we're just imitating people that we've seen do things right. That, oh, I, this, I learned this, right? I learned elements of being a pastor. Tomorrow I'll celebrate being a pastor for five years here in the city of New Britain, right? Five years. But most of what I've learned, it's like, well, I just followed other pastors and other assignments where they, they did this, I do that down to the type of pen I use from my very first assignment. It got me hooked on a particular type of pen. Uh, but like, what do you, you just take someone that you follow, that you admire, and just do what they do. And that that is what we are supposed to be for the world. That light in the darkness, that we are meant to be that good example. And 
I think it's important that it's not just, this is not just a speculative thing. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Who is he talking to? Everyone. Every single one of his disciples. Every one of us. Everything I just said is not just for religious or for priests. It's for every single disciple of Jesus Christ. You are the salt of the earth. Like, you are. I am too, hopefully, but you are too. Every single one of us needs to see this is our responsibility. This is our role to bring flavor and purity of life and good example. Every single one of us. And you are, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Here's the last point, is that we do have to see that when we don't do this, again, going back to that criticism of Gandhi, right? When we don't do this, if salt loses its taste, the word there is actually um, insipid, right? Or moronic in the Greek. It's the same word for moron, which is good, right? If salt becomes moronic, um, it's good for nothing. It is, apt, it is useless, totally useless. And that if we, if we don't live the gospel, if we take the name Christian, and we're church people, it's, Eight o'clock on a cold New England morning, right? And we, and we are here in church. Great, we are church people. But we don't live this authentically the whole rest of our life? Then, then it's useless. We might as well have stayed in a warm bed this morning, right? It's useless if we don't live it. If we don't let it really transform our lives. If salt becomes moronic, it's good for nothing but to be thrown out and you know, get a little traction underfoot, underfoot. And so let's really see that this is a call for each one of us. And if we're not living it right now, then today, right now, today's the day to start. And if the gospel in our city, in our country, in our world, in our lives, in our family, among our friends, at school, if the gospel hasn't gotten traction, well, then I, I'm called to be the salt of the earth. I'm called to be the light of the world. It's not someone else's job. It's my job. And so let's ask our Lord for that grace to really be salt and light, to see our role and to live it with joy uh, and to live it with real fervor so that many more people can know these teachings of Jesus Christ, see them in our example, and come to follow him themselves.